0: Wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my Diamond Dream Team. Uh, and if you hadn't already, go ahead and get your Diamond and Silk pin. You can get your Diamond and Silk brooch pin at diamondandsilkstore.com. Um, also, before I go any further, because I got a lot of stuff to say, you all, before I go any further, I want you to stop what you're doing and share. Make sure you share this broadcast, this podcast. Keep in mind that sharing is caring. Share Lindell TV, share frankspeech.com, share with everybody because a lot of people are finding out about us and these Luciferians, they don't like it. They don't like it at all. They're coming out of the woodwork. Of course, I, I, I really don't care, but I want to make sure that you all share this broadcast, share it everywhere, and let them know that silk is on the air. So if you care, about America, if you care about election integrity, if you care about the Constitution, if you care about this bioweapon that's destroying America, where the gain of function research is allowing this different stuff to shed on different people, you will share this broadcast. That's exactly what you would do. Okay. If you have any questions for tonight, be sure to send all questions to diamondandsilk at gmail.com. That's diamondandsilk at gmail.com. And don't forget to download the Frank Speech app along with the Frank Social app. You all, it's imperative that you download these apps so that you can stay updated and informed with what's going on. In our country, there's a lot going on. There's a lot that they don't want you to know about. They don't want you to to see. They don't want you to understand. They don't want us to have open dialogue. But we have a place and a space right here at Lindell TV, FrankSpeech.com, and FrankSocial.com, where you all can stay updated and informed. Okay. Now shout outs! Shout outs to all of our affiliates. Shout out to everyone joining us on Getter Getter Live. Rumble Live, uh, shout out to CTA TV, shout out to even Roku for streaming the content, RSBN. Thank you so much for streaming our show, Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Uh, and we, re- we really, truly appreciate it. To all of our other affiliates that I may not have named, thank you so much for also streaming our content. Uh, I, I really, really do appreciate it. Also, let me uh, mention something about one of our sponsors, um, before uh, Diamond passed away, she was working on a project uh, with one of the affiliates or sponsors. Um, it's called Mask Derma. Mask Derma. So it's for people that still wear the mask or have to wear the mask or what have you, but you have these breakouts underneath the mask. Um, you can go to maskderma.com uh, and pick you up one to see how you like it. You can use promo code Diamond. That's promo code Diamond. And that's maskderma.com. Also, don't forget about MyPillow 2.0. That's MyPillow 2.0. Had the pleasure of sleeping on it last night. And you're talking about feeling good like a real woman should. Woo, it was amazing, you all. So you can go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Use promo code DIAMOND or use promo code TRUMP1 to receive a nice discount off of that. But And I also understand that this is buy one, get one free as well. The Mind Pillar 2.0 is buy one, get one free. And whenever you put it in the dryer, make sure you put it where it's on air, not heat, but on air. Um, that's a little secret behind everything. Also, don't forget about our book, Up Uprising. Who the hell said you can't ditch and switch the awakening of Diamond and Silk? You can get this autograph, signed called, copy of at diamondandsilkstore.com. That's diamondandsilkstore.com. We still have autographed copies of this particular book, okay? You can get it at diamondandsilkstore.com. Okay, so now I'm gonna move right along you all. Apparently, I'm trying not to show my anger and I'm trying to keep a smile on my face, but I'm a little mad as hell. And as Diamond would say, I'm gonna have to get me a mofo straight. And the mofo name is Facebook. Okay. So let me just run this down. So apparently they have been watching my chit chat live show. Okay. And they watched the one the other night with Dr. Tenpenny. Okay. And they seem to have a problem with Silk asking questions about shedding. So they want to fat check one of my posts. Now keep in mind, I don't stream my content on Facebook. I didn't upload no video to Facebook, but the, the, where I, said, where we're going to be at on frankspeech.com, that post, is just a little advertisement. They want to fact check that and talk about shedding. So what I want to let Facebook know, if you want to know about shedding and spreading this bioweapon that's going on in our country, then what you need to do is read Pfizer's document. I'm talking about the documents that Pfizer wanted hidden from the public for 75 years. Go read those documents and see exactly what they have been doing, what they pushed on we, the American people. That's what you need to do, Facebook. Stop trying to control free speech. Stop trying to stop us from having open dialogue and think that you all are are the god of speech. You're not. Okay? You're supposed to be a platform. We're supposed to be able to have free speech. And if I'm not posting my stuff on your platform, how are you going to fact check me? Have you did your research Facebook? Because I darn show did mine. Have you read the Pfizer document? Because I did. There is something else going on out here in this country. People are falling dead suddenly and nobody wants to talk about it or uh, apparently Facebook don't want me to talk about it. Because you got to know how this thing is happening. Now, let me read this quote to you all by George R.R. R. Martin. He said, when you tear out a man's tongue, you are not proving him to be a liar. You're only telling the world that you fear what he might say. I understand that these Luciferians fear what Silk is going to say. I know so much I'm going to tell it all. And I'm not scared of nail one of you. I'm not going to be scared of now one of you. Because fear is false expectation appearing real. That's all it is. It's nothing but a doggone psyop. And you're not going to take and steer me into fear to try to silence me. I know what happened. You can't call me a conspiracy theorist because I lived it. I know what to look for. How do you think that I can have doctors on here have intelligent conversation and ask the right question? Because I saw it. You do not have to be vast in order to have an adverse effect from this junk that they're pushing and putting in people's arms. Now, for the ones that's been living under a doggone rock, in case you all don't know, or in case you even missed it. Do you all know that the UK regulator finds Pfizer guilty of violating three sections of the British Pharmaceuticals Code of Practice? Did y'all know that Pfizer was found guilty of that particular violation? Oh no, they want to keep that hush hush from you all. Well, here is my question where is the American's regulator? Where are you at? Because I believe that America and Americans have been misled when it comes down to this jab. Americans was told that if you take the jab, you won't catch COVID. And we found out that was a damn lie. We were also told if you get jab, you can remove the mask. Now I'm hearing they're trying to push some stuff where they're trying to make it mandated that you wear this this cloth across your face. Now they, they told us, oh, the jab is going to stop the spread. Well, we found out that was a lie because with the gain of function research, we now realize it was created to be transmissible. Uh, we was told uh, Americans was never told about the shedding on others. They didn't tell us that if they got jabbed or how uh, being around others that got jabbed and boosted, can have an adverse effect against a person that didn't get jailed. We was not told that. We had to research that and figure that out by talking to di- uh, doctors and scientists. Pfizer didn't tell us that. That's why they try tried to hide their documents for 75 years, you all, because they didn't want us to know the naked, nasty, low-down gutter written
1: truth about what they've been pushing or putting in people arms. Period. All of these mofos lied to us and it's
0: time for all of them to be held accountable. Now. Speaking of holding these mofos accountable, I have somebody that's coming on for our interview tonight. I am so ready to interview uh, this man. And, you know, I want you all to take a look at this uh, before he come on. Take a look
1: we are seeing that those who are vaccinated are becoming infected and reinfected repeatedly so much so that when you use these vaccines now they are placing the pathogen and as dr cole said earlier we are ba4 ba5 subvariant clades when you place these uh, variants under pressure natural selection will operate and will select for more infectious variants, so much so that if you kept this bivalent program going, the new booster, you are going to keep this pandemic going for many, many more years. In other words, this vaccine rollout, the way it has been done and the way it is continuing, will keep in variants, variants emerging, one variant after the next, and they're gonna be more infectious and uh, there is a concern among virologists that it could actually could become more potential, lethal and virulent. So yes, um, I have no question when you look at the data that the vaccination program, the mass vaccination, into a pandemic whilst there's tremendous infectious pressure. You see, that is the issue that, we, that, 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 that those who have conducted this vaccination program have made a catastrophic mistake. You do not load your weapon whilst the enemy is on the battlefield. You vaccinate outside of season. We have vaccinated while this virus is circulating. These vaccines cannot work, will not work. They will fail and are failing. He's
0: an epidemiologist? Uh, and a former uh, HHS COVID Task Force advisor during the President Trump uh, administration. He also worked for the Government of Canada, the WHO and the Government of the United States. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Paul Alexander. Dr. Paul.
1: Hey. (laughs)
0: Hello, darling, how are you doing?
1: Not bad, and I should say first of all, thank you very much for that introduction. And um, my sympathies, to uh to your sister first of all i can't speak unless i say that but um so that 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 quick moment for her look i like your term morphos because that's where i am i mean i am (laughs) i'm a huge supporter of president trump i went to washington to work in his administration to serve him and i remain Mm -hmm. a supporter of president trump so i want that on the table now Um, but, um, let's be frank about this. These are, it's not even vaccines it's gene injections. These, Mm -hmm. these do not stop infection. They do not stop replication and they do not stop transmission. This gene injection has failed. It failed when it was rolled out in February, 2021. It's failed. It's ineffective. It's deadly. And that's the data and they can ask they can say what they want facebook could try and fact check youtube um twitter anyone just fact check i mean i'll take them on any day anytime bring anyone out. yeah
0: yeah you know back in march of 2020 diamond and silk said that they were doing all of this to make trump look bad and we was yeah. called conspiracy theorists now i understand that you worked of course in the COVID task force back at, task force back in 2020 and i'm also hearing you say those same words uh so can you please elaborate on that
1: for me well i mean look um it was clear i mean mean, look let me say it this way there are things because of privilege presidential privilege and confidentiality that because of where i worked at the hhs i worked um uh, to reporting to the a secretary of hhs And um, we had straight line and dotted line reporting to the White House. Now, Mm -hmm. my job was the interface between the Oval Office, the government, and HHS. And I can tell you from my experiences and what I saw, because I had the opportunity to work with Fauci, Burks, Hahn, Redfield. They all passed through my office on a near daily basis that
2: Mm.
1: the task force And the deep state really worked against President Trump. And um, I had discussions with people at at CDC, FDA, NIH, just private discussions because we would have sit down in a lunchroom in HHS and we would have meetings where they would want to explain to me. I think because of my accent and stuff, they they automatically thought that this brother um, was a Democrat. No, I'm I'm, not. This is... This is what they told I me. I know where you're
0: coming from. I know where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. Right. So, so, so they felt they felt that they could uh, they could divulge, and they wanted to tell me quietly that they support my views because I was writing and speaking out against the lockdowns while in me and Dr. Scott Atlas and we were taking a lot of pressure from the CDC mm-hmm. and NIH. But they would tell me that look, our job on a day-to-day basis, daily. Is to work against President Trump. Our job is to make him look suboptimal, make his mm-hmm. pandemic response look chaotic, etc. And that was the day-to-day, day-to-day operation. And my role was to fight against them because I fought against Fauci on the inside. I fought with Atlas. I fought against NIH to open schools, mm-hmm. stop the mask. And and I think the public needs to understand something because I knew and I saw President Trump really fought hard against the CDC and the NIH to open schools and the teachers' unions. He fought them. It was a daily... But these people are, in my view, subversive to America. They work... The deep state works against the best interests of the United States. And there is a deep state, as President Trump said.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, You know, uh, while I was doing my research on you, I came across an article written by you back in March of 20, March 21st, 2022, uh, where you write about how Pfizer offered you a million dollar, a million dollar bonus and $50,000 monthly wage uh, to pretty much go away. You said no. You said no to them. Can you explain to the audience why you said
1: no? Well, I'll say it this way. I got two calls, and um, the person identified themselves as someone working with Pfizer. And, and mm-hmm. let me get straight to the point. The reality about it is um, I was already working with Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Harvey wish in terms of Dr. Zev Zelenko, in terms of we were um, bringing together this early treatment formulation and we were publishing the the, the, the potency of early treatment in reducing hospitalization and death. I was already banging away on the challenges and the problems with this gene injection vaccine. I was hammering on the the danger and the damage that the lockdowns did. So when they, I knew on their board, if they had Mm -hmm. to list out people, who were in their crosshairs, I would be probably, if not number one, number two. So I knew that that I was continuously being attacked and smeared in the media. However, this is a matter of principle. This is not a Democrat issue and it's is not a Republican issue. I'm I'm a, right. scientist. I'm a scientist first. When I took the position at HHS in the Trump administration was to serve President Trump, but was to bring my science to the table so that we could do the best for the American people, not Republican, not Democrat. And so when these people... To take me off of the battlefield so that if you paid me, I could no longer speak against you. It is my view, Silk, my view today that we need proper, proper investigations. Starting with Fauci, Birx, Francis Collins, Walensky... I want Bula from Pfizer, Bansell from Moderna. I want them investigated properly and fairly because we are a good governance society. This is United States. Very fair. Everyone is mm-hmm. to put on the best. But if we show that they did their work was above board, I say we make sure we praise them. They get their pensions and they and they live out their lives nicely. But if we show that Bula and Bansell from these vaccine companies, if they, mm-hmm. they took actions that brought a vaccine that hurt Americans and costed lives, which we have seen. I want to clean them out financially. I want us yeah. to take every penny and put them in the street. And if we could, I want many of these people sitting in a jail cell. Many of them. Start with Ochi.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, now you mentioned something about even having a reason to bring forth an EUA and a a, a vaccine for emergency use when we already had hyper uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine and we also had ivermectin, you know. And whenever President Trump came out early on and started talking about these different therapeutic medicines, they shut him down. Even the, the media just shut him down. And from yeah. my understanding, the only way to bring forth a vaccine or something like that under an emergency use, there have not—you—you—you can not you, you, you can't have another way for an individual or to help an individual doing this particular process. And so, just that alone, just with that alone, I think it's enough nefarious reasons or reasons for to show nefarious reasons for them to even bring forth this quote-unquote thing that they call a vaccine. Because it's not stopping nothing. It ain't stopped anything.
1: But it has not. And the thing about it is, what the public needs to understand is exactly how you just said it very well. You can't have an alternative treatment if you're going to bestow an emergency use authorization. So what the CDC and the FDA had to do is they had to negate and pre- pretend and to deny the viability and the existence of of those antivirals like ivermectin, etc., corticosteroids, antiplatelet drugs. So they disregarded the early treatment. I mean, never in history have we had a situation in medic- in medicine where you have people who have some kind of issue, a medical problem, they come to their doctor and their doctor tell them, well, You go home for two to three weeks, see how it goes, and only if you can't breathe and you have a problem, then you go to the emergency. That was insane. Mm. And that was the problem because by the time granny, you took granny from the nursing home or your private home, she's old, probably over 80 or grandpa with some underlying medical conditions. Their 20-day mortality increased by 40% just to touch the ER door. But once they got inside, Silk, once the mm-hmm. medical system, this is what the public needs to understand. We lost most of our people because of how the medical system treated them. Everyone was incentivized, so they denoted them positive with a fraud, flawed PCR test that was 95% mm. false positive, and they sucked them into the black hole of the hospitals, into the back room, and they placed granny in isolation. She became malnourished. She was dehydrated. They sedated her with midazolam, which is a paralytic, and diamorphine, and when they were done that, they pumped her with remdesivir, which was mm. kidney Toxic and it killed her. And if she survived, they would then intubate and ventilate her. And we found out that the ventilation caused huge problems, especially in elderly persons where their lungs were so traumatic. In other words, the medical system and the response is what costed lives. And the public has to understand that. So when we say we want people like me want investigations, I want proper investigations of CEOs. Every single person involved in the pandemic response. And I want them to be held accountable. And I want justice. And as I said, we clean them out financially. And if we have to place people for the first time in jail in America, all the top people, we place them in jail. Yeah, it's past time.
0: Because it's see, a- what you're talking about is the protocol. Those so-called protocols that they put yes. in place. Yeah, yes. it helped take a lot of people lives.
1: Yes, yeah. they couldn't stand it. They it. Yes, you're right.
0: Um, you know, I was interviewing Dr. Tenpenny the other day, and she it's mentioned perfect. something that, that I, excuse me?
1: She's a friend of mine. So I know her well.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and a friend of mine as well. I'm right. telling you, she knows what she's talking about. Um, And she mentioned how under the emergency use authorization that uh is still in effect, 49% of the ingredients in this vaccine can be changed without telling the FDA. Yes. I was really shocked on that. So that means that as scientists and doctors continue to try to figure out what's in what I call a bioweapon, these folks can keep changing at least 49% of the ingredients with no approval from the FDA? How is that possible?
1: What well, I mean, Silk, so the FDA has shown itself Look, I have said that the FDA needs to be stripped down to the studs, and I'm very serious about it. The FDA has emerged as one of the most corrupt alphabet health agencies ever. They have failed the American people, failed them, because they are complicit with pharma, with the vaccine companies. And what the FDA has done is they have issued these EAUs without proper data, with, with some mm-hmm. optimization from from the from the vaccine companies Pfizer and Moderna etc. So so right now the American people remain very vulnerable. And um, I, I when you say what you did, remember you at the beginning you mentioned about the seventy five years. You should know that I was one of the scientists on that um, lawsuit to the courts against the FDA to get the courts to rule that the FDA must release that information that they tried to hide for 75 years. They wanted us dead. We we want to be here when the public knew of the malfeasance because there is malfeasance. They would not ask the court to hide information for 75 years. And what we are seeing still today is that this gene injection platform, whether mRNA or the DNA adenoviral vector platform, none of it works. We are seeing that the vaccinated individual, this was never a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This was always a pandemic of the vaccinated. The vaccinated person is getting infected, reinfected, getting hospitalized, and in many instances dying. The vaccine is causing severe illness in those who are vaccinated. And the public needs to understand, today, this vaccine, this gene injection, must be pulled from market. There is no reason today, none, none, where this should remain on market. It should be pulled, cart blanche, and under no condition, none, must a parent allow their healthy child to be given these gene injections. Children bring mm-hmm. statistical zero risk to the table. No child should be given these. These injections skew towards harm. You'll be setting your child up with a death sentence with these. And we know that. We understand the data about myocarditis, blood clotting, bleeding, guillain barre paralysis. These are dangerous. Do not give your healthy child these gene injections.
0: Now, uh, Dr. Alexander, you spoke about the vaccinated, the people that's vaccinated. What about the people that is unvaccinated that may have caught COVID and still have adverse effects from either the shedding or transmission from whoever's been vaccinated, or the ones that's having the, they call it long COVID, different illnesses or adverse effects from even catching what they call COVID. What about those individuals that are suffering, they're sick, or they're even falling dead suddenly?
1: What Uh, about those
0: individuals?
1: You're talking about unvaccinated persons.
0: I'm talking about unvaccinated persons who are still having effects. I am being inundated with so many emails of people where they may have been around somebody that had just gotten vaccinated, but then they realized they got sick and now they have some type of illness or disease that they got to go to the doctor and be treated for. They know people that have died suddenly as well. And with all of the doctors and scientists that I've spoken with, they call it shedding they call it yep. being you know transmit being transmissible especially with the gain of function uh being implemented in this particular jab to cause it to be uh, even more transmissible from human to human to human even though you didn't get the jab people are still being sick now i can i can use my mother for example i can even use my sister for example now with my mother my mother did not get the vaccine she didn't get jabbed or anything, but she happened to be around a group of people that had just gotten jabbed. Now, with this being back in 2021, early on, I didn't understand what was going on, okay? But then when I look at what happened with my sister, see, a lot of people don't understand what went on behind the scenes, I do. I have all of her medical records, etc. A, a lot of the same symptoms, if not every symptom that they said, that a person that got vaccinated had all of those symptoms, my sister also had, but she did not get vaccinated, okay? I understand that they're putting a lot of this different stuff like in the foods and in and, 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 and different things. And I understand that it could be based off of a person's genetic makeup or even immune system as to how they react to the spike protein, okay? So what I'm finding out here is people, okay, who did not get jab. are having adverse reactions. They are having adverse effects against this. And they're writing me like my menstrual cycle is on and, and it's heavier or, or just stopped all of a sudden. My pituitary gland, I've, I've been seen for this, I'm having thyroid issues, but I didn't get the jab. So once again, it takes me back to Dr. Fauci and this gain of function research that was implemented in what i call a bioweapon that will create transmissibility from a human to a human to a human even though you didn't take it it's just like let's think about this like out in the wild this is the example or analogy that i use on if they wanted to make a group of animals in the wild sterile whether you know couldn't couldn't make or or get pregnant or have more animals they will usually inject that one animal and then that animal will rub off on the other animal in fact, that nest animal, and it, it 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 appears to me that that's what has happened here for for a lot of people to just be falling dead suddenly, or even having an adverse reaction, or a, a adverse effect, or having the same effect as somebody that got vaccinated.
1: Well, well, you raise a very important point, and I think I'll answer it this way. Um, the, the first mistake that was made was the, the pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer, Moderna, etc. They did not study these gene injections for the proper duration of time. So you would, they took a 15-year process and boiled it down into some months. That's impossible for you to assess safety. And th- that time of follow-up is there for a reason. It's so that we can detect safety issues, safety signals, even rare events. So that was a catastrophic failure. The FDA should have never, ever approved these based on that short, very minuscule duration of follow-up. So that question that you asked is one of the key questions, along with antibody-dependent enhancement, along with viral immune escape, along with um, multiple uh, boosters. All of these questions, the vaccine companies did not study, and they should have, they should not, they, they should not have vaccinated pregnant women because they weren't included in the trials. They should never vaccinate even elderly people because they were not included in trials or even children. They were not included in trials. So everything that was done that could have gone wrong and be done wrong by the vaccine companies, they did. The FDA as a regulator should have stopped them. And what you are asking is a key question. That question yeah. should have yeah. been studied as to if I am vaccinated... Can I potentially shed the content of the vaccine to you? And we are beginning. We are beginning to see studies. Some studies have emerged already that I have read and I've even shared on my Substack that shows that the content of the vaccine are is emerging in our uh, sweat, sweat from the sweat glands, right. etc. So you have That's to understand that that is potentially very real and possible. As an academic scientist, I will tell you this. FDA should have stopped these shots when that submission came to them. They should have never even given EAU. But you just said something that is so important for the public. They are actually in the veterinary world experimenting with with vaccines like this, what we call self-disseminating. So as you just said, they could vaccinate one animal and that animal rub off on a bunch of animals and they would each then get uh, the the content of the vaccine into them and then they would do same. So these people are to me insane, deranged scientists. They're playing God from the messenger RNA platform, that whole technology to the lipid nanoparticle platform. It is very dangerous and toxic. They did not care about the implications long-term. It was about money, money, and money, and power. And yeah. now now we are seeing you. I have people, I know people who have not been vaccinated, as you said, and they have gotten catastrophically sick as if they were or as if they even had serious end-stage COVID, and they did not. And, I, and when they come to me or when they talk to me, I say, look, as a scientist, I have to tell you I believe that you have gotten the content of the vaccine taken up into your pores in some manner, gotten into you, and it is your immune system and you are reacting to it. And if your immune system is suboptimal, then you will have a problem in terms of your... It's almost as though you are going through COVID. Serious COVID, not just an infection. You are going through the serious symptomatology as though you have advanced COVID. So there's so much silk that yeah. it's almost like they've put poison pills in this gene injection they created, that they don't even know what they've done, and it's just unfolding in front of us. But the key the key issue for the public is this. This pandemic will go on for 100 more years, and I'm not kidding, if they do not stop this gene injection. It is the, it is the mass vaccination of the population when virus is circulating that you place the antigen which is the the target of the vaccine you place it under pressure we call selective pressure once Mm -hmm. that infectious variants will a grade 8 grade 9 grade 10 biology student will tell you the only thing that could result is more infectious variants would emerge and good van den bosch dr van den bosch who who I do a lot of work with, he's one of the top virologists in the world and he's been clear that um, there's a danger that we could actually drive the emergence of a very lethal subvariant. And I would use the term you've used and I've written it. I believe this is a bioweapon. I believe that this is a slow kill bioweapon. In other words, if you ask me as a scientist, and I actually did work at Johns Hopkins. I did a certificate in um, bioterrorism, biowarfare if you said invent for us a slow kill by a weapon that could harm the population that could make them sick and they could kill slowly that could grind the population down and terrorize them that's the key terrorize the population i would i would bring these vaccines exactly how they are and i would keep vaccinating with boosters exactly the way we are doing i wouldn't change a thing and let me le- let me let you know how I know it's so nefarious,
0: because when you have these illegal aliens crossing our border, they're not mandating that they get vaccinated. They're just letting I- them walk over here freely, you know. And then let me circle back to something else, because what I'm finding out is that when an unvaxxed person, a person that didn't take the vax, whenever they fall dead suddenly, the left, okay, they like to say it's because they fell dead because they wasn't vaccinated. But when a person who's been vaxxed and boosted and boosted, 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 falls dead suddenly, the left is quieter than mice peeing on cotton. You don't hear nothing from them. They want to try to hide if that person was even vaccinated or not, you know? And so here's my question to you, sir. How the hell do we get off of this roller coaster?
1: Well... Well, right now, the vaccinated person is what we call they are on a boost uh, treadmill, a booster treadmill, because mm-hmm. the immunity conferred from the from the vaccine wanes almost immediately. So it's almost like you're gonna have to take a booster every week at the rate that they're going. Because when we look at the data, those who've taken the bivalent booster, the vaccinal antibodies, the, the, the surge antibodies declines almost rapidly. So you have no protection. There's really no difference between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. The difference, though, is the vaccinated person is getting infected and reinfected. And that is the data from Australia, Denmark, UK, Finland, all over the world. In America, that data is stable. It is the vaccinated person who is at risk. And it's almost as though the vaccine is giving the virus infectious properties it didn't have before. So, so the vaccinated person is transmitting now to the other vaccinated and to the unvaccinated. This was never right. pandemic of the unvaccinated. And, 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 and it became, it was a lie by the CDC. All they did yeah. was redefine that period when they said you were vaccinated. And they made it so that that 14 days post-shot, they counted that as unvaccinated when you were. So they were trying to say that the hospitalizations and deaths fell into the unvaccinated bucket. That was a lie. Those people who have died across the last year and a half were vaccinated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, when you when you break it down, I look at it like secondhand smoke. You know how individual can get harm from secondhand smoke is what yes. we got going on here. Um, I have a viewer question that came in. They want to know, is it possible to develop Myocarditis by catching COVID.
1: By catching COVID, the virus, yes, yes, catching the The, virus. uh, Yes, this is the issue. No one ever said that myocarditis is not a risk from COVID virus. The virus itself, SARS-CoV-2. However, what we are seeing in the data is that the risk from the vaccine for myocarditis is much greater. But more Mm. importantly. More importantly, myocarditis is silent often. So that means that the young guy, the young girl, because remember, we used to think we said that it was a nine to nine to one ratio, nine nine males to one female in terms of myocarditis from the vaccine. But what we see is girls, girls are emerging with a lot of cardiac lesions. And what we are arguing is this the silence of the myocarditis is what is the killer. And we are seeing that a lot of people, there are a lot of deaths, died suddenly when you are waking at dawn, and people who are in their sleep and they're waking up, they die, and and these athletes on the field, why? Because if that silent myocarditis, it scars the heart, and that that scarred uh, myocardium is no longer functional, and and you've lost cardiac reserve, cardiac capacity, and it's silent, but when you exert yourself. When you exert yourself on the field, or when you are waking from sleep, and you have silent myocarditis, the, the physiological step that takes place is there's a release of dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine, or what we call adrenaline. Adrenaline, it, yeah. It lifts, it lifts the heart rate, the respiratory rate, etc. Your breathing, because you are getting up, or if you're on the field, that excess adrenaline that floods and bathes, the heart that is damaged by myocarditis, puts too much strain on the heart. And that is where you get into problematic. The heart beats erratically and you suffer with cardiac arrest. Those are the instances. And you see young boys, teen boys, parents need to understand this is a very serious issue. Myocarditis is silent. And your boy at 15 or 18, you may not understand because it's silent. But when he's 35 and 40, that myocarditis comes knocking because he's older at that point and there's those people who drop dead suddenly. You need to be very careful with this. I have argued that the NFL, the NFL should not have let any player Mm -hmm. go on the field unless they excluded myocarditis.
0: Wow. Wow. Well, let me ask you this, because this is what's coming in through the feed. Is there any way for people to detox? Is there any way for the vaccinated to detox or even the unvaccinated to even detox from whatever's in the air, etc.?
1: Well, Well, I'll tell it to you this way, uh, Silk. Um, there, there's, there are two options here. Um, the FLCCC have on their website a detox formula, but a company that mm-hmm. I'm supporting with Dr. McCullough and Dr. Rich called the Wellness Company. The Wellness Company, they have just produced a formulation um that uh that uh purports to give some support immune support etc i mean people are struggling and they're crying out for help and we are talking about the impact of the spike protein post virus as well as the impact of the spike protein post vaccine that's the key The spike protein is the toxic end of the virus it's a toxic part of this whole system whether you get the spike from the virus, or whether you get the spike from the vaccine, and um, there are there are things out there. And um, let me ask this: um, I can't remember the website off the off my head and the exact address. After the show, can I send it to the, our point of contact, and you could share it with your viewers, please? Certainly, sir. I would. Sir.
0: I want to ask you one more question. I know that we've all seen this video with Project Veritas and. Of the Pfizer, the individual that used to work at Pfizer and all, and he talked basically about a possibility of creating something where it mutates. So basically, create the problem, then we'll have the antidote or the solution to it, like a vaccine, and then we all become a cash cow. Yes. Okay. So when I hear you talk about the mutations that's going on uh, within the people that is vaccinated or what have you. Is that the same as what he was talking about? That's like the gain of function, even though they call it something else. Is that about the same yeah. thing that's happening now?
1: Yeah, I think I think first of all, I, I felt very sorry for that individual because it was clear that he was he was under some alcohol and all of that. But I, anyway, he used the term directed evolution. That was his term, but that's, that's it. Directed that is gain of function. So they are talking about manipulating the virus so it becomes. They they wanna they wanna fool around with the virus, make a new subvariant, and whilst making that subvariant, they're gonna make a vaccine ahead of time because they have the info. They're making the virus, and they're gonna make a vaccine so then they can put it to market and make the money. The problem is this: he clearly does not understand the evolutionary biology and how the system works. You cannot mm-hmm. talk about virus by itself, vaccine by itself, unless you take into account the population's immune response. And this is what your listeners should understand. This is why this vaccine has failed. You Mm -hmm. cannot vaccinate a population and just say, well, okay, we have a virus, we have a pathogen, let's just vaccinate and it will be fine. You have underestimated and disregarded then the role of the population's immune response to Ah, that virus. That population puts pressure on the virus and causes it to evolve. And the virus is placing pressure on the immune response, causing it to adjust too. You have to look at both together. If you do not, you will not be able to address this situation. And that guy, what he said makes no sense. Because by the time you bring... That mutated virus that you said you want to bring at Pfizer, by mm-hmm. the time the vaccine to match it, the virus would have already mutated again. Mutate. The virus is very unstable and it mutates. It mutates spontaneously and it mutates because the population is placing it under pressure constantly. So that vaccine, oh. the antibodies from it will never match. Well, they, I'm gonna be
0: honest with you. I don't think that they care if it matches or not, because I'm just looking at even the 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 the, the drug called Eliquis, which is a blood thinner, right? Okay. Yeah. So I was talking to another doctor, and they were saying how the Eliquis, and I also understand and know that the Eloquist is no longer working on thinning out a lot of the blood clots that people are having. But then I was looking at um uh. What's my, what's what's his name? Uh, Steve Bannon. And he had Naomi, Naomi Wolf on and she was correlating how Pfizer owns Alequit. So you mean they own the vaccine that they put in you, but they want you to take this blood thinner medicine that they also own, that's not even working against the blood clots that people are having. So I'm like, it's something even the fiercest going on here with the medicines that they're giving people, because the medicines, is it don't look like it's there to cure. It feels like, to me, it's there to kill, it, because it's not working. It's not working for people. Now, I'm going off of experience, to everybody that's listening, even the fat checkers, I'm going off of experience where somebody had blood clots, and the, the drug called eloquence did not work during this time. But back 10, 15 years ago, that drug did work. Okay? Yep. So that's where I'm where I'm coming from. So when you talk about how they have to know what this virus has mutated to or whatever has mutated to, I don't think that they give a care if well, they know or not. They just want sell, to sell the vaccines.
1: Well, the thing about it, Silk, is he said in his inhibited state. The we at Pfizer don't know what the hell we are doing because he mentioned that when he was talking about the menstrual problems that women will have, and yeah. he said we don't know. We're just seeing these problems now in the menstrual cycle, and we just yeah. don't know. So we have to wait and see. Look, Pfizer brought Paxlovid, which was to deal with COVID. That all of these. Um, high society people like Fauci, Newsom, all of them when they got reinfected, went and Paxlovid. We know now that Paxlovid has failed. It causes rebound yeah. COVID symptoms. Merck bought a drug called Molnupiravir. Now, two days ago, I published on my Substack a paper showing Molnupiravir is mutagenic, meaning that that actual drug that Merck has bought drives the virus in, to produce more variants, more yeah. mutations, so both of them have failed, every single thing. Look, Silk, let me say it this way. Okay. we have. Looked, I have looked at all of the science, the research teams that i involved with, McCullough, Rich, all of us. Mm-hmm. We find today, as I speak, no evidence in the entire world, America, the entire world, where any lockdown, any lockdown work to curb transmissions or death. No evidence in the entire world where any school closure, any, especially in America, worked mm-hmm. to curb transmission or death. No evidence that any business closure worked, not one, to curb transmission or death. No evidence that these masks work, These blue surgical masks, these white yeah. cloth masks, I have written extensively and published from day one. The first second that people put on these masks three years ago. We were idiots. These masks were junk, garbage, never worked, will never work. You should take them off and build a pile and burn them. Never put your in these masks. They are dangerous and deadly. They're very toxic. Those fibers in the mask accumulate deep inside your lung. In the future, you're going to have serious pathology, serious pathology. When Fauci has probably joined the white wings and move on, you're gonna be living your life suffering in all kinds of lung disease. Do not mask your children. It is absurd, illogical. There's no science. All, every single COVID policy failed. Everyone, yeah, that is right. why I go back yeah. to the first point. We want justice. We want accountability. We want them in proper tribunals and courtrooms. Every one of them, all who made COVID policies everyone involved in the vaccine. We want them to answer for every action. If they did well, we let them go. We give them a pensions. but if not, we hold them to account. I want them to be okay. fined every cent, and if we can, I would put some of them in prison. That's right, and a lot of those
2: masks that you were speaking about earlier, they came from China. They were made in China. Uh, <laughs> this was an amazing discussion, an amazing interview. Uh, Dr. Alexander, please let everybody know how they can follow you or stay in contact with you.
1: Well, 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 first of all, you know, I come from the islands originally. So, you know, I wear my island on my sleeve. I'm a Caribbean man originally, but I'm I lived in Canada and I, I now live in the United States. Um, you can find I, I write a blog, a Substack daily called Alexander COVID News. That's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, COVID news. And I also have a a website called drpaulalexander.com. And look, you know, I'm so gracious. I'm so humbled that Silk, you allowed me onto your show. I I, I hoped in the past that I've had the chance to be interviewed by you and your sister. And, um, you know, it's a very difficult situation. Many of us lost. Our loved ones. And um, I, I am just in awe at you as to how you picked up and you are plugging forward. We need you. America needs you. And by extension, the world needs you. And I'm very grateful that you gave me this chance today. Thank you very much. Wow,
2: Bob. Wow. Thank you so, so much. And promise me you will come back on the show.
1: Anytime you want me.
2: Bless your heart. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. Wow! Thank you. Incredible, incredible, y'all. That was just incredible. I mean, this was one of the best interviews as it pertains to everything that I've been wanting to say, been wanting to ask. The questions been answered direct, and and that's what's missing in our country open dialogue, so we all can be able to understand
0: one another instead of bash one another. We have to have this open dialogue. Now, before we go, there's something that I want you all to listen to, okay? So take a look at this.
3: Well, listen. Listen. I have a golden nugget for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you feeling depressed? Are you? Well, maybe it's time for you to regress, Mm -hmm. back away from the situation. That's right. And get still. Uh Uh-huh. See, what I found out, when you can't do nothing about nothing, Mm -hmm. then do nothing. That's right. See, weeping may endure for a night, uh-huh. but joy come early in the morning. That's right. And I ain't never seen no night uh-huh. that didn't turn into day. That's right. Listen, Listen. your job is not to control it. Uh huh. Your job is to let God handle it. That's right. So y'all, y'all, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. Now, Silk, hmm. I feel something in my spirit, girl. All right. And I got to go ahead on and let it out. Well, you go
0: ahead on
3: and let it out. Didn't I
0: tell you
3: it will be all? Listen. Listen. He got the whole world in his hands. Uh-huh. Y'all, we're gonna be alright.
0: That's right, y'all. We are going to be all right. What we have to do is put our faith in God, trust God, walk through the fear of the unknown. We cannot be stopped by these demonic evil spirits that continue to take over our lives. We can't do that. No, we cannot. I often say that if God brought us to it, he's going to see us through it. And I've never seen a storm that did not end. You all, we are going to be all right. And that's what we have to put in our spirit, keep in our spirit without a shadow of doubt, no matter how it looks, we have to know that in the end, we going to be all right now i want you all to make sure that every day at 11:21 a.m. eastern standard time i want you to pray every single day at 11 a.m. eastern standard time i'm going to pray for you i want you to pray for me and we got to pray for our country okay because i know that prayer changes things and i believe and the power of prayer. And if we're all praying at that same time, 1121 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, y'all, some things will change, okay? So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time, right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye.
2: You're watching Lindell TV.
3: Welcome to the My Pillow 2.0 commercial. Gonna... Miss Makeup. Well you look good. And that. Uh, You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. He's a great um, intro, right, huh? Good. Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still have the MyPillow's patented fill, and now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented Pillow. that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Hey y'all. Hey, we're Diamond and Silk. Mm-hmm. Join us Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Frankspeech.com, Lindell TV with Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. That's right. Oh, it be going down over here. You know. That's it. Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh-huh. Hey, hey. We want to see your face. Your face in the place.
1: Boom.